It's here, it's here! Come on, come on, just open it already! Yes! Hello guys, guess what? This is uh, Boys With Their Toys, and this is another episode coming right at you in your face. This is episode number 20, that's right. Super even number. And I am the one and only Nate, and to my left is... Mike. To my right is... Chubbs. Yes, guys, this is a 20. This is a big one. We've been doing this a lot longer than I thought we were going to do it. Yeah, could you imagine doing like doing this for so long? Like, Is there anything else you've done this long before? Besides mom my mom? got him. Fucking got you know him. My mom told me that she listened to last week's episode. <laughs> Did she really? <laughs> you better stop fucking talking about my mom on the podcast. Did she <laughs> you really? stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> did she really? Yeah, she did. So she what did even, she say? She called me. She's like, oh, mijo, you have such a good radio voice. Mm. She's lying. She no, she did. <laughs> she skimmed it. She did what everybody does when they listen well, to Well, no, it's because um, her boyfriend, Max, he listens to us. And like he was just, yeah, it's weird. And he was like listening, I guess, in the car. And she's my mom's like, who's that? Oh, that's my mijo. And then, yeah, she called me. Wait, so he listens to us regularly? Yeah. Yeah, he's like in the nerd, nerd shit. He likes Batman. Really? So, yeah. so he's hearing all this shit. He, he wears like a Batman shirt all the time. <laughs> he's all this shit I talk about his girlfriend. Yeah, he, he knows MMA. He's gonna fucking kick your ass, stupid bitch. Uh, I got ground game for days. Bring that shit. He teaches martial arts classes at our studio. I teach other little kids in the neighborhood. You don't teach shit. What the fuck? I am scared. Anyways, that's, that's amazing. That that's is cool. amazing. I'm afraid to tell my mom to listen to me because we talk so much shit and you talk so much shit. I don't. It's all you. You're the only one that talks shit. You know what, though? Remember that Christmas when Justin gave your mom a penis made out of Play-Doh? So I'm pretty sure that barrier is broken. He gave it to her. Remember? As soon as we pulled up, he's like, oh, Merry Christmas. I gave her the D oh, for yeah. Christmas. <laughs> and I told her what that was, and she was like, that's disgusting. Don't bring him over anymore. Even now, when Nate's on the phone with his mom, I'll be like, hey, tell your mom I said hey. Tell your mom I said hey. And I bite my, my lower lip. And I tell her, and she says, that's disgusting. And he's we like, no, way. I didn't say that. Don't tell her. Your son's a liar. We got way off topic. <laughs> There's not a topic this week. Okay, yeah. Anyway, there is not a topic this week because, uh, as we advertised on our Instagram earlier this week, and it's kind of cool because we got that update that's going on where we can post live videos. So you'll see our faces more from now on. I mean, until you guys tell us we're ugly, then we'll stop, and we'll just stick to being voices. You're ugly. Yeah, but, um, yeah, disclaimer, it's not going to be that long of a show this week. Well, not news-heavy. It's going to be more uh, Killing Joke-related because The Killing Joke came out last week, and we're going to review it at the end of this episode instead of doing a fight or a top five list or whatever. And we're going to do two reviews this week, actually, because we're doing The Killing Joke, and then we're also doing a separate review completely for Suicide Squad, which yep. we're going to see... Tomorrow. And we're releasing that before, so you probably already listened to that before listening to this. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, if you want to listen to the Killing Joke review, skip to the end right now and you can hear it. But if you don't want to hear the Killing Joke review, just listen to this first half of the show and then don't listen to the review. Why would you skip it, though? Come on. Because uh, they, like, they don't want to hear us. No, we're great. All right, whatever. Whatever you say. Anyway, so how was your guys' week? I'll start off with Justin. Great. So, Nate, you're going to like me for this one. I find, you know, I got Batman Brave and the Bold on DVD, mm -hmm. and you keep on telling me, that's the good one, that's the good one, mm -hmm. and I'm, I finally opened it up, I started watching it, and it's fucking good! I told you! <laughs> no, okay, okay, here's the thing, I always thought, like, okay, this looks like little kid shit, and mm -hmm. I hate that, but it's not, it just shows different heroes every single episode, which is dope, because I'm so, more, so much more familiar with all these characters now, and the fact that, that like, putting stories with it, it's great, so... Um, I've got. I'll talk a little bit more that about that in Good Toy Hunting because I got some updates on that. But yeah, that's pretty much all I did. I just binge watched Brave and the Bold like two discs already. Good. And then I just did some karate shit. We had a tournament, whatever. Mike, what about you? 
Um, not a whole lot. I did a little bit more car shopping, but I'll get more into that in the good toy hunting because I got news for y'all. That's his toy. That's that's that's, it's news for y'all. Um, I finished watching the league. I don't know if I said that last episode, but I finished watching it. Nate uh, was talking about it, so I thought I'd check it out, especially with fantasy football coming up. By the way, I still need to make a Yahoo. Uh, yeah. So because me and Nate, uh, he got me into fantasy football, so he was talking about the league and telling me what it was about. So I started watching it. Really good show. Uh, so right now I'm just in a show show hole. I'm trying to find something new to watch. Um, but I'm thinking about watching that one other show. Was it called Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, trying to watch that. We, me and Nate watched the first episode. What? Uh, you fucking bitches. Well, you don't watch Netflix shows with us. Yes, I do. Voltron. Fucking Orange is the New Black. Daredevil. You watched that without us. All that? That's true. You didn't watch that. <laughs> I did watch that. <laughs> I watched the whole season without you. <laughs> <That>, oh. <laughs> so there. All right. That bond is broken, but Sorry. that's pretty much how my week was. Other than that, uh, just working. Uh, how was your week, Nate? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So you said start Stranger Things. So yes, I did start watching Stranger Things with Mike, and then I continued it without him because... You bitch! I, I, I was shit. waiting for you! <laughs> oh, how the tables are turned. Oh, I, uh, I can't trust no one. I'm only on episode four now, so it's not, I'm not too far ahead. No, that's... So you can catch up. But uh, yeah, so far, so good. Uh, first two episodes, they're okay. I didn't. I wasn't hooked as much as people because people are like fucking gassing the shit out of this show, saying it's the best thing ever. And the first two episodes, I'm like, it's okay. And then the third episode happens, and I'm like, oh damn, all right, it's getting good now. So hopefully, the rest of the season will be like this because yeah, it's getting hype. Hit all of you. Also, uh, I played some games and I finally fucking finished Uncharted, guys. Oh yeah, I saw that <laughs> I on the Snapchat. I, I talked about it a little bit on this show, and then on the other show, the loading screen. I've been talking about it since we started fucking doing that like six weeks ago. How I was still working my way through it, but I finally finished it. So, did Uncharted you trade, 4. You traded it in already? Yeah, I did. You, I knew you did, because I saw you got a new game. Mm-hmm. That's a really good collection, though. I want to keep it. No, I don't keep a collection with games. I just I trade them in to get new games. There's what'd no you, point in them. What'd you get? Mirror's Edge. Nice. Yeah, I'll talk about that on the other show. The Loading Screen, hosted by the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network, so go give that a listen. Justin recently left that, because fuck him, but we have new people coming in to replace him, because everyone is expendable in this business. I gave you a good eulogy. <laughs> I know, I heard it, I listened to it, I liked it. Oh, nice, nice. alright. But uh, yeah, so I did that with gaming, but then I had a little movie night to myself. I watched uh, Casper, because I bought this fucking movie like a year ago at Zia's, and I was like... I want to watch that that one night. Does it still hold it. up? Yeah, and then I finally watched it a year later, and yeah, it holds up. Nice. The CG is actually really good. I was surprised, like, on Casper and the rest of the ghosts. Hmm. I was like, holy shit. And then, uh, what's her name? Christina Ricci, as a child actress. She was good. Like, she was really good for being a child. And then the one, the guy, when Casper, spoilers, you have seen Casper, when he turns back into a human, the kid who plays Casper as a human, that kid was in like, every, like, little kid movie, and he was always the hunk in, like, every movie. And I looked him up, I was like, what has he done lately? And he hasn't done much. Well, I thought you were going to say he died or something. No, like, no, I thought you said he's been in everything, just low-key. <laughs> he's nah. a real Casper now. Nah, he's alive. But uh, yeah, and then I also rewatched Ex Machina for like the 10th time, and still picking that apart. Still amazing. You, you gotta learn that dance routine. I still gotta learn how to tear up the fucking dance floor. <laughs> but I'm watching it, and then I always ask myself, like, why does she do that to him at the end? Like, why does she... Spoiler alert, again. Why does she, like, lock him up and then kill him? Or not kill him, but, like, leave him there to die. And I realized, watching it again, when she asks him questions, she's like, what do you do? And he's like, well, I, you know, I did this, and I was in the hospital, so I learned how to code. And she was like, programmer. And she, like, thought to herself for a second. I figured out, at that point, that's when she realized, he I'm could, gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. Because she has something against programmers, all of them, because Nathan fucking up. Because she was like, you programmer? So you're friends with Nathan. He's like, yeah, I am. She's like, oh, cool. All right. So at that point, she was like, got him. Subtle. Yeah, so I didn't realize that until, like, I watched it again. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. 
And yeah, that was what I did. I watched movies and played games. That's my week. And so with that being said, let's get into the next segment. Good toy hunting. Do you like apples? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like apples. Why? I just got a new toy. How do you like them apples? All right, Mike. You want to save you for last, or should we save you for now? <sighs> I'll go last. I want to go last. All right, well, then I'll start it off. Guys, guess what? You ain't got shit. I ain't got shit. <laughs> Woo! I ain't got shit. Why do I leave a section for you on the notes? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, just because it's nice. Little um, I was broke again this week. And it's okay. I bought a game, so I didn't buy toys. I went to Target, though, and there was nothing there still. So. I thought I would buy a toy. I didn't see anything that I wanted, but I did take my favorite picture I've taken again so far with Finn. You guys saw this week. I uploaded it with the, the fucking snow effect. Oh yeah, I saw so, that. Uh, yeah, that I baby bought, powder. You, yeah, I, I, I put that. I ch- we do a thing where we change each other's captions on each other's pictures because we're dickheads. At least me and Nate do. Mike doesn't really go on Instagram. I just watch. <laughs> but I, yeah, I changed the captions to like, oh, I think I'm all out of baby powder. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's what I did. I got baby powder because like I bought baby powder for. You know, hygiene purposes because you, know, you, you spray some on your your uh, region, your uh, lower region, and it keeps them fresh all day. But then, as I was sitting there, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I've been wanting to do a snow picture." So then I was like, "Let me try it with this." So like, I put a bunch of fucking baby powder on, the, on my backdrop, and then I put Finn there, and then I like put some on him, and then I was like, "Oh, I wonder if I can catch it like in action." So like, I just squirted it and it like sprayed, and I took a picture, that's and dope. I got that nice little effect, and I was like, "Oh, this is dope." So yeah, that's all I did for that. I took pictures. <laughs> so, uh, but that being said, Justin, how was your hunting? It's been pretty great. So, um, like you said, we're talk- going to be talking about the Killing Joke later. I picked that up, the Steelbook for Target. And I did a thing where I just looked it up online. I saw what stores had it. So, I just reserved it there. It was pretty easy to pick up. I think I'm going I'm to do that from now on. Because I'm older now. You know, fuck it. I'm not trying to be out there. I'm not trying to hunt anymore. <laughs> Try to just do it all online. But that was cool. And I did some adult shit. I fucking got made an appointment to get new breaks. I'm like, okay, so I'm getting breaks this weekend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be, I can't get any fucking toys. Oh damn! But then, okay. <laughs> so the hear po- me out, guys. The police station assault terminator was scheduled to release in July, Jesus. and I check the website every fucking day in July for it to <laughs> fucking go up. And the first day of August, it finally went up. I'm like, shit! I have to buy this. I have to buy this now. So I went on Amazon. I ordered that. But okay, so. If you pay, like, there's some things where you get free shipping if you get, like, multiple things and your order's over $49. So I'm like, well, I might as fucking well. <laughs> so I picked, I also picked up on Amazon the video game Ro- RoboCop. And, but that's not the only RoboCop thing I got. Oh, God. I also got another RoboCop that has the spring-loaded holster where you push a little button and the holster will pop out of his leg. Oh, and it holds his gun in there. And he also comes with a jetpack. He never so. sounded more like a nerd than right now. He has a spring-loaded holster. That's the only difference. It's rare, okay? It's, it's great. And it's I think so that's my new focus right now is because I, I got all the Terminators. I have a Terminator section in my room. It's dope. I'll show you guys on the fucking um, sto- our story in a little bit. But... Yeah, I'm going to focus on RoboCop now. I'm going to build that up and have a little RoboCop section in my room. Oh, God. It's so good. Also, follow my new Instagram account, RoboCop's the shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. But then, okay, so I, w- I went to FYE, and I know not a lot of people have FYE anymore. There's only one left in Arizona. I checked, and I'm like, I'm going to find some more RoboCop shit, because why not? <laughs> but I couldn't find anything, but what I did find, going back to Brave and the Bold, I found all the season two there, and that's the only season that I didn't have. 
Nice. So I completed all three seasons of that. And then I also picked up, you're going to like this again, Nate, Teen Titans, season three and four. Hashtag save season six. Yeah, it's not happening. That's going to be a thing. Yeah, but yeah, for that, yeah, I got all the seasons now, one through five now. So I have Yeah, I'm going to pick a day, just pick a weekend, watch them all. Have you watched any of them? Just little pieces of it. Like, I watched it as it aired, but... Oh, you haven't watched it as you bought it? I haven't watched it all the way through from beginning to end, no. Oh, okay. But it's good to have, you know? Just, like, as a backup. Like, oh, I'll do this this day. Yeah. So, that's pretty much it. Mr. Mike. Um, well, I just bought Batman Telltale series, episodes one through five, because that's out now, because that's one thing I've been excited for. Uh, me and Jess- Justin talked about doing a playthrough this Saturday, so Nate, if you want to come, oh, you can cool. come. Um, so, yeah, I got that. Actually, we should try to Twitch. That'd be kind of cool. Well, I've, I've been twitching lately, so I mean... Screen slash boys with their toys is kind of a twitch thing. That'd be kind of fun. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that Make out. It right now, well, right now, I'm trying to get my Kid Pool 69 account to take off, so... <laughs> I'm just letting you know well, right now, that's going to be my main fire. You're numbers, selfish. With those numbers, 69, 69, I don't think you're going anywhere, son. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm trying that to take off, but... Yeah, so past couple of weeks you heard me saying that I've been broke as shit because of my car payment. Or not because of my car payment, because my car was totaled, so I'm kind of saving up money to get a new car. Well, I went to a credit union uh, yesterday, and I got pre-approved for a loan to get a car. So now, tomorrow morning, Nate's going to take me to the dealership, and I can pick up my car. Psych, you thought? I'm not taking you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be getting a uh, 2013 Dodge Dart. So I'm super, super excited about that. And my payments are a lot lower than what my old payments were. Before, I was paying, like, fucking $450 a month. Now, I'm only paying 288 Oh, damn. Yeah. So, and then I got, like, a really, really good interest rate and stuff. So, I mean, I did some adulting the past couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow and pick it up. I'm super excited for that. And then with having that extra money, I can actually start going out and getting toys and getting games for the yeah, loading screen. With now. I can, yeah, I can actually hunt. I can do stuff. Now, I don't have to save up, like a whole month of checks of just picking up of saving like quarters and shit so I can buy one toy I can actually buy stuff probably Aren't every you week po- supposed to start school uh in August on the 22nd I'm gonna be starting school oh okay school. I just knew yeah. it was this month okay yeah and then uh and then September was even better I'm getting another 2000 because of my student loans is coming in so more money so yeah more responsible purchases yes yes so yeah that's pretty much how my hunting's been I've been hunting for a car for the past couple of weeks and then I when's the last time you bought a toy probably the last time you bought a toy no actually i think that gwen right there oh okay. that that gwen pop was probably the last yeah, time that, that motherfucker sean hasn't said my shit yet sean if you're listening i don't think you are but leave geek sean hey man let's let's get this going man i'm on my, <laughs> I'm on my, my print my unmasked gwen i'm looking at that right now it was hilarious <laughs> i know you were talking a lot of shit too last you know i saw an unmasked gwen at a walgreens and i'm like i should pick this up because i'm the only one in the squad that doesn't have it well, and now i know you don't have uh, it so. technically I don't, have mine yet, so. <laughs> I don't need it that's great but yeah, that's how my uh, loading sc- or not loading screen. That's how my uh, toy, toy hunting went. Nice. So let's get into you. the next segment. Toy news. There's still no opening for this. Never gonna happen. But uh, yeah, all right. Toy news. So we have a couple of releases. We have new black series that's coming out soon, which includes the Tuscan Raider, Qui Gon Jinn, Hera, Land Ocarizian, Old Ben, and Imperial Royal Guard. So upon oh, nice. these, I will probably not pick up. Any of these, to be honest with you, maybe Quigan. Yeah, yeah, that's the one damn thing. Quigan's the one I want. Lando, maybe Lando. Maybe Lando because a lot of people like him. I don't know why, but a lot of people like him. He's just a, he's just cool. Cause he's a cool motherfucker. He's cold blooded. Uh, yeah, probably just that. And maybe a Tuscan Raider. That'd be kind of cool to do some outside shots, especially with like being out here in Arizona. It's oh yeah, perfect, that's so. perfect. Old Ben's cool too. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, I probably will only really pick up Quigan. 
You know, I think I'm kind of done with my Star Wars collection now. Because I just have, like, a shelf right there, and there's no more that could fit. I'm like, okay, that's done. You're done until, like, episode 8 comes out. I know, and then I'm going to fucking sell everything I have and get more of them. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, maybe Donnie Yen. If Donnie Yen's figure is cool, I'll get a Rogue One, like, Black Series. But, like, I don't think I'll pick up a Jin or, like, a fucking Forrest Whitaker. So, I don't know. Mike, you that good juice, man? That's really good juice. I'm so sorry. Hard. I was drinking the, I was drinking <laughs> the You're shit. You're chugging on the podcast. That was Mike. That was me. I was, like, I was really thirsty, and I saw my juice. I was like, oh, shit, I was drinking That this. juice has probably been there for, like, three days. No, it's actually only been there for, like, maybe an hour. Oh, I thought you were saying only two days. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, at, at most, maybe an hour. No juice will ever be our juice. Oh, no milk will ever be our milk. The yeah. Tuscan Raider, though, I really like the fact that it has cloth, and it's, like, all kind of shredded and ripped up. Yeah, that's a pretty nice effect. to see they're trying to get some cloths back in. Yeah, I like Black Series, the fact oh, that actually, they're using yeah, my, uh, Speaking of that, my, uh, shout out to Christian. You guys, if you listen to the loading screen, you heard him on that show. But his birthday was this weekend, and I gave him my Darth Maul, my Black Series Darth Maul. Oh, oh how nice. Yeah, so I was like, I'm broke, but I mean, here, have this at least. Because he already has, he has the Elite Series Darth Maul, but that shit sucks because it doesn't stand. It does stand. Well, not, not on his bed, because he has it on like, his bed frame. So like whenever he gets on his bed, it like falls Oh, over. that's weird. Yeah, but um, no, so this one will stand for him. So good for him. He has that now. But yeah, so moving away from that, let's get into more releases. NECA, they have a House of a Thousand Corpses 8-inch Captain Spaulding cloth coming out soon. So, uh, I've not seen this, but Justin, can you pull a picture up? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Sweet, alrighty. But I've not seen House of a Thousand Corpses either, but uh, it's the clown, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the typical clown from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Very creepy. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but it, it was, it's... It's not scary, it's just visually, like, like gory. gory, yeah. Rob Zombie. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they're actually using cloth on this one, because you notice all the NECA stuff, they usually don't do cloth. Well, I guess, no, the Home Alone ones do, don't they? Yeah. But, yeah, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you're now yeah. corpses. I never watched it. <laughs> no, well, yeah, it's kind of, I, I don't is it, would you call it a cult classic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I, I mean, we might not like it, but I, I definitely know there's going to be a market for it. A bunch it. of the Rob Zombie films are, like, Cult classics and shit. Yeah, like classics with cult films. Yeah, yeah. He's up there with like, um, what's it called Pennywise and all the other ones because they made like the pops of these guys and there was like Pennywise and Chucky and Captain Spaulding. So people definitely like them. Oh yeah, not me though. So fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> all right. So next, uh, next release we have a one six scale Batman, the animated series Batman figure by Mondo. So you know Mondo T's they're making amazing figures and this figure looks buff as shit. Oh yeah, he looks hella like fucking jacked. And it looks kind of like the one that they already do from DC Collectibles, but I really like the shading that they have on it. The fact that it's blue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you look really close on there, there's black, but then it's like it has the shading that's blue. Oh, and that's yeah. really nice. That's weird. It has like a, like a light effect on him, like the light's shining on him. Yeah, Mondo, they're stepping it up. They're moving, I guess, more into the toys now, too. Yeah, it seems like they're getting away from what they've usually been doing, and they're like getting into the toy biz. They know. They're like, you know what? This is what we're doing now. We're going to move in that The next shit. step. <laughs> that's dope that they're uh, expanding. Yeah, Mondo, especially because that, um, that was her name, Ramona. That Ramona oh, oh, that's coming soon. Well, actually, no, I think that's coming in 2017. I don't know when this Batman's coming out, but I'm assuming next year also. It was shown at San, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Sweet. Okay, so moving from that, we're going to get into Disney. So, the Disney Store exclusive, they've launched its Marvel Ultimate line, and the first figures shown are Captain America and Black Widow. So, I'm assuming this is kind of like their, because they already have Marvel Select figures in their store. So it's gonna be like their exclusive ones. Yeah, but it's, it's these are like twelve inches big, and they're pretty much like dolls. They're all made of cloth, and it's oh, like a Barbie cool. doll kind of. And there's a Black Widow one too. That Black Widow one looks pretty cool actually. Yeah, 
but mm. I'm not a fan of the. F- oh yeah, I mean the face looks a little weird, but I mean I can get past it. She has like a really sharp chin. They're gonna go be going around for like forty bucks, which Jesus. is okay. I guess this is kind of their response to Mezco because Mezco does these kind of suits too, but it definitely doesn't look as good. Yeah, no, I wouldn't spend forty dollars on that. Maybe twenty at most. If they did a Spider Man and it looked good, I would get it just because. But the um, I'm not really a big fan of Cap or Black Widow. But so yeah, now you guys know that's their new line. It's the Marvel Ultimate, and it's only exclusive to the Disney store. So yeah, that's gonna be like their new like thing. You know, I wonder if they're still gonna carry selects or not. If they're gonna try to move away from that. I think I think the selects still do pretty good. Like they get really good selects in there. Like they have the. Uh, superior spider-man and now they have the spider-man with the camera yeah i like i like selects but at the same time i don't like yeah i wish they pose a little more yeah i just like the fact that they're bigger so they kind of like go better with the dc figures i have because they're a little bit taller marvel legends is just so small that you can only put them next to other marvel legends or black series yeah well i mean i like the selects i mean i like the legends how they are i like the size of them Maybe you're just not good at scaling, sir. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not right. trying to talk shit to you. Don't talk shit to me then. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying what I like. Right, well, something we don't talk shit about is our feature photographer, so let's get into that segment right now. Okay, everyone. Let's get started. Yes, beautiful feeling it. Let's get some smiles. It's all in here. That's it, yes. Okay, so I'm bringing the feature photographer this week, and it's high in time we feature this person because I consider them one of like the pioneers i guess of like toy photography like one of the bigger names but uh yeah not to knock on any of the feature photographers we have because they're all big in their own right but this is like one of the main ones people like think of when you think of it it's like the nike and like the jordan of like toy photography but yeah so i'm bringing them this week so pull out your phones on instagram and get them in that search bar and look up on instagram at fathers figures so fathers f-a-t-h-e-r-s f-i-g U R E S. So, yes, this guy, pretty big. So, oh, when, yeah. Yeah, so he, like people seen him before. So, getting into him right away, why we featured him? Because, like I said, he just, he's one of the ones that sets the bar super high when it comes to toy photography. Like him and Sergeant Bananas, they're the ones that I hold, like, hand in hand when I look at, like, people that I look up to, like, in the realm of toy photography. These are the guys that, like, I aspire to be or, like, come close to, even anything close to what they do. And, yeah, so right away you see that he just has an automatic like just mastery of his depth of field and just like the practical effects that he has going on in the background like right away his first shot that he has is the deadpool marvel legends figure and he has like fireworks going off and like the guys in the background exploding and it's deadpool like smiling shooting a rocket at them and i think that's like super cool just the way he set that up and everything mm-hmm. and you can see like all the work that he puts into each one of his shots and just you can tell that like a lot of the stuff uh, the lengths that he goes to I'm just like I, I would never even think about going that way I would not have the time or patience to do that and that's like something that I'm like amazed by just like how much little thoughts that he has that goes into each and every shot that he has so yeah what do you guys think so far so if you have anybody have anybody ever talk shit to you like oh so you take pictures of toys that's cool I guess this is the profile <laughs> that you want to pull up and you want to show them no okay look this is what you can do with toys and yeah, like everything that you said, um, everything that he does is pretty much like he set the bar along with a few other people. Um, and it's just like when you think of toy photography, I think of like a few names and he's definitely at the top of the list when you think of that at all. And I just like all of his outdoor shots. They're all amazing. I can't talk crap about any of them because they're all just great. Mike, you've just been looking for a while. What do you think? 
Um, well, yeah, the uh, Deadpool one, you know, everyone knows I'm a huge Deadpool fan, so that one I greatly, greatly do appreciate. But the one that, like, so far has been my favorite picture is where he has a toy squirtle looking at a real live snake, and it's like a battle, like a poker battle sequence that you'd see in the handheld games. And I'm looking at it like that is an amazing shot. Like, I would never think to do or even attempt to try something like that. Getting close to a snake. Exactly. So, this guy is going way above and beyond to take these amazing shots, which I appreciate because it's just awesome. And then another one's in the snow where it looks like Deadpool is riding Cap's shield and Cap's chasing him. Yeah, yeah, that one looks really, really cool. So, the creativity and, like, the work that he puts in between all of his shots is just amazing. And like Nate says, you know, this is something that we all, like, are inspired to try to do and try to get at a level at one point in our life. It's pretty much like, he makes you think that these toys are fucking alive. And he told the toys how to pose. And it just looks like they're running away in some pictures. And... It's what I really like also is that he's not just taking pictures of one type of figure. If you go through his gallery, it's like a bunch of different kind of figures, a bunch of different styles of how to take pictures. And it just shows how like diverse he is and his creativity. Yeah, and that's what I mentioned just a second ago about scaling. This guy has scaling mastered to a T. Like he makes these figures look bigger than what they are, he makes them look smaller than what they are. He just he's mastered it. Like all of his iron giant ones, they look fucking like an actual Huge. giant. And I'm like, God damn, like how did you do that? And then, like, he has one where he's, like, whispering at the, like, there's a tank looking at him, and he's, like, Shogar's sleeping, and he's, like, has his finger pointed, and you can see, like, the depth between them, like, giant-ass giant, and then, like, the tank a little smaller, and that's just, like, something that I'm, like, okay, I can't get them to do that. Like, Justin was saying it's hard to put certain figures next to each other, because they're taller than each other, but he has it to where he makes his camera, his angles that he uses make them look all pretty much even, and that's, yeah, that's just something that's, like, fucking, like, wow, I can't believe he's doing that. Any other thoughts on him, guys? I love him. Mike, um, well, you had mentioned um, right when you introduced him, you said it was about time. Honestly, I was looking at his uh, photography like moments before we started recording, and then also like I was looking at him yesterday. I was like, you know what? If he doesn't get mentioned this week, I'm gonna mention him next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because we, me, and Justin were talking about this a while ago. Like, I wanted to feature him like episode like five. Yeah, and I'm like, no, he's let's get some more low key people before we go to the big dogs. <laughs> And then the following week, Justin's like, I'm going to feature him. Like, are you kidding me, bastard? You just told me not to feature him. So just know at one point, we all wanted to feature you in, our, in this podcast. Yeah, and uh, we, I guess, feel that we're kind of, you know, getting there to where we can feature people and, like, people will see us because I feel like our name has been, like, passed around in the toy community at least because it's kind of a small niche group that at least he knows someone who has listened to us before or that he's, like, seen before. So we feel like, you know... This, like I said, it's a community, and we're reaching out to you, and just want to let you know how amazing your work is, and just we aspire to do what you do, pretty much. So yeah, definitely get him, uh, get on Instagram, give him a follow. Uh, if you into toy photography, you probably already are following him, but if you're not into toy photography and you wonder why we like it so much, follow him, and you'll know why we like him so much. So that's on Instagram at Father's Figures, and by the way, that's a great name. Just like it's my father's figures, man. Like leave him alone, <laughs> and like he's a dad, so like that's even more better. But yeah, so give him a follow on Instagram, like his pictures, comment, let him know we sent you, all that fun stuff. And if you're listening to this, thanks, man, for, you know, inspiring us. And with that being said, let's get into the next segment, the Geek News. This just in. Important geek shit is happening right now. So like we said earlier, it's going to be kind of a light week because we have that review coming up. 
But uh, we have a couple things. So, first thing we have is Avengers Infinity War will no longer be two parts, which I think we already covered before. It's going to be three parts. <laughs> I think we covered this before a couple episodes. Uh, no, this was just announced official this week. Oh, no, well, we were speculating it. Yeah, the, so this is just for saying it's official. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, we so probably, yeah, we probably already said what we thought about it's it, but confirmed, it's official. Yes, it's confirmed that it will no longer be two parts. Avengers Affinity War, which is due out next year? Or um, 2018, oh, but two. then they're still making Avengers 4 for 2019. So the fourth one, they just don't have a title for it. Oh, okay. But they're pretty much just saying it's not going to be like this. Avengers 3 and 4 have to be... It's just, Avengers 3 is going to be its own story, pretty much, is what oh, they're saying. Yeah, so that's cool. I mean, <laughs> good for them, I guess. Are you guys excited about this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, um, I think they probably, they wanted it to be, the studio wanted it to be two movies because he has more money, yeah. but then the Russos came in and they're probably, you know, they're like, you know what, this would be better off as one movie, and, you know, what they know is best, so I'm glad that they're probably listening to their directors, which is a good thing, it's a good sign. I can see them looking at the script and just blacking out, like, half of everything, <laughs> just one they, page, just ripping it out, like, yeah. nope, 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 yeah, we can do this in one movie. <laughs> just cut everything. I don't like when they do that, when they split movies in the twos. It's or, so stupid, because either the first one's, like, really bad, or the second one's really bad. They're never both good. What yeah. if they split up the movies between the brothers? Oh, God. One brother does one, the other so brother does mu- <laughs> So much work would be accomplished. <laughs> it would be done so fast. I think Matrix was was the last one that came out. Like, I think Matrix Revolutions came out in May, and then Matrix Reloaded came out, like, in November. Which was cool, because it was the same year that it came out. But I hate when they do, like, a year apart for each movie. I'm like, that's so obnoxious. Just make fucking two different movies. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely dope that they're just keeping it all one movie and then we get another extra movie after this, which would probably close it all up together, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. So, Infinity War was set to be, like, the hugest, like, thing. It was supposed to be the end, I guess. Yeah, but, so, yeah, do you think it's still going to feature, like, all the fucking Avengers, like, new and old? Yeah. Mike? No. I think if they try to feature, like, all of them, I feel like it'd be too chaotic. Because then, like, if they'd be trying to, like, fit so many people into so much screen time, I feel like that it would not feel rushed, but it would feel just, like, it would feel crowded just watching the movie. You know what I mean? Too many sucks. Yeah, so I think that's how I would feel. I feel like they're just going to feature only people who would play, like, a key role for certain uh, spots in the movie. So I think that that would be a smarter way to go, but... Then again, like they know, they know better. So speaking of uh, characters that could not possibly be in this movie, Jeremy Renner said that he wanted to die in the first Avengers movie. What would you guys think of that? Wasn't he complaining? You about know, what? Not... we agree with him. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should have died in the first movie. Well, guy. wasn't he complaining about not getting enough screen time no. in the second movie? So the way the story goes is he wasn't a fan of the way that he was pretty much a zombie throughout the first Avengers because he was under mind control. So he kept on, I guess, doing these takes where he would clench his heart as the scene was ending and they were asking him like why are you doing that and he tells he told him like i'm trying to give you an, an out so you guys can just kill me because i don't want to be a part of this if you're gonna if i'm not gonna be, be an actual character that's but, amazing but now he's he's changed his mind and he said okay now that i've done more movies that like, yeah i want to keep going doing but on that first avengers movie yeah i wanted to be fucking killed <laughs> I don't but blame him. but nowadays you know keep it going because you know he tried they tried to give him the born franchise and nope, nope. <laughs> they took it back and they tried to give him Mission Impossible, but nope. <laughs> Tom Cruise took that shit. So, yeah, he needs this. And they hinted at his death so much in the second one, and they didn't kill him. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, what was surprising thing was how popular Hawkeye got after the first Avengers movie, and then knowing that he wanted to die. Since that, I was like, I don't think he knew like how popular the character really was. I hated how big his role was in Age of Ultron. 
how he tried to be like a mentor yeah they tried to give him too much in that movie i think they're trying to compensate for how much they didn't give him in avengers one i didn't mind him i liked him i think he did a lot better in this one because i hated him in the first one and in thor but then seeing him in avengers uh ultimate or fucking avengers age of alliance is free on on psn right (laughs) but no in fucking age of ultron like he actually made me like him by the end of the movie which is cool because i definitely did not like him because i don't like jeremy renner as an actor to begin with but in it Fucking Age of Ultron, he was cool. I liked him in Civil War because he was barely in it. Oh, yeah, he was in Civil War. Yeah. He I did the, the fucking move with... The uh, Ant-Man. The, yeah, the Ant-Man move with the oh, arrow. Oh, yeah, he shot yeah, the arrow with the like Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only reason they brought move. him in. All right, we need this sequence, but we need someone to shoot arrows. <laughs> I guess we could bring you in. After that, you can leave. <laughs> so, well, do you think he'll die in the third one? Yeah. That or he just won't show up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't punch you in his time clock. <laughs> Where's you at? I'm not there. That's where I'm he at. He calls out. Yeah, and if he has a small role, I'm okay with him just staying there forever, whatever. But if he, they try to give him another big role, be like, okay, come on. Fuck him. All right. Yeah, so moving away from him, let's get to talk about uh, the Punisher because he's dope. So the Punisher may appear in The Defenders, which would be cool. I thought that was already a thing. No. I oh, no, know. he was getting his own show, wasn't he? Yeah, they were asking the show showrunners about it, so they are asking, so is uh, Punisher going to be there? And they're like, no comment. <laughs> so, or no, they said like, oh, stay tuned. So okay. that's pretty much confirming, yeah, he might be pop up there. That'd be cool. I feel like an episode to help him out. Yeah, I was going to say he might make just like a small little appearance. Damn, John Brunfall's in the money now. Yeah, and he's getting his own show too. Damn. Yeah, he's definitely like, in that. I don't mind him at all. He's He was one of the best parts of Season 2 of Daredevil. We still haven't got a release date for Punisher, have we? I don't no. think it's anything's been official, but it's just pretty much everyone knows it's happening. It's probably going to come out sometime next year. No, because they didn't even talk about it at Comic-Con. Yeah, all. that's what it's weird. Maybe it'd be 2019, which would be... Possibly. That's, I don't, Maybe I don't it's know. late 2018, I'd assume. Yeah. They'll <laughs> announce it at Comic-Con next year, probably. Yeah, because they pushed back um, Daredevil and Jessica Jones a year for Defenders and, like, the other ones. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, I don't know if, like, yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool to see him in uh, Defenders, though, before he even gets on the show, I guess. So, more Punisher, more people getting punished, which is cool. Yes. I dig that. You know what I don't dig, though? Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. <laughs> so, guys, alright, so the day after we recorded last week, they released this picture of Tyler Hoechlin, the guy who's playing Superman and Supergirl, the TV show, and the first picture they showed looked like absolute trash. His face was just so derpy. <laughs> it was like CG'd on. His body looked like a 12-year-old. He now, looked like Zod when he popped out of the suit. Okay, to be fair, he is still pretty cut. But, you know, Henry Cavill, he has padding in his suit. So that's why he looks like extra yoke. So the suit they're using on Supergirl, it doesn't have any padding at all. So that's pretty much how someone would look. Nah, Henry Cavill has two ham hocks this way. I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I like that comment that you made. Uh, we it was off the podcast. It was I think it was in the group chat where you said like Supergirl looks more buff than oh, Superman. No, yeah, I, I said that. Oh, like, you said that. I'm okay. like, why is Supergirl more cut than Superman? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he looks so bad. This first picture we got looked terrible, but we got some set pictures uh, a little later on the next day, I believe. And he looks okay. He doesn't look bad. Yeah, it looks fine. The but lighting was better. The main story of this is... <laughs> that ass. He is packing some cakes, though. <laughs> that ass, though. It's like 
abnormally big. It's like, really bigger weird. than most females. It's really weird. So he just focuses on squats, nothing else. Yeah, it's so it? weird. No, I haven't seen it. It's like, it sticks out. It's really gross. I'm kind of disturbed. Okay, it's like, it's here, and then, I know you guys can't see this, but, it like, it's just, I'm showing Mike, it sticks out like that. It's just a donk. Yeah, it's like, really noticeable. Jesus. Like, if you look at the picture, every comment's about his ass. It's ridiculous. But like girls that. like it so much, and girls are definitely going to watch <laughs> Look this. Look that. that. that ass, bitch. It's like, me see no, cut off got. the top part, and you think that's <laughs> a girl. If you saw that in, in like, walking, like, you'd be ooh, like, damn. Yo, honestly, honestly, if I just saw the legs down, I would think it would be, like, a leaked photo of Captain Marvel. <laughs> like, damn. Damn, cakes. <laughs> damn. Then, you ever see one of those uh, pictures where, like, it shows a guy's, like, forearm bending and you think it's a naked chick? Yeah. And then, that's what, it, that, you could honestly do that with someone. Just cut off the top part, so make people think it's a chick, then reveal it and won't see them that they're looking at a guy. So, Mike, are you gonna tune in to Supergirl now, now that you've seen that, that super ass? ass? That super ass. I want to see where they're gonna go with that super ass. They should put the fucking S on his ass. They really should. Like, I want to see him, like, crack a kryptonite crystal in between his cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, dude, this thing looks funny. But yeah, that first initial picture, the, the reason it bothered me the most is because this dude permanently has a beard. So even when he shaves, you yeah. can see like, his hair. He has five o'clock shadows. Ridiculous in that picture. Yeah, but on uh, like actual set pictures, he looks fine. Like his suit is actually really bright too. So I don't know if they're going to keep it bright. Why the fuck does Superman have a belt? I don't get it. To hold up his super ass. <laughs> 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 the thing's fucking ridiculous, guys. You could okay. I'm just done with that. This ass. makes me uncomfortable. I, I'm, a, you know, I'm more amazed, just like how mesmerized Nate is looking at the picture of that ass. What's well, a shame is the cape's gonna cover up the ass. That is. But you know the wind's probably gonna blow, so they're, oh, gonna, yeah. get, they're still gonna get their ass shot. They I'm just gonna to. wait for him to like look back at it, like just wait, just he's walking <laughs> he's back, fine. but he just turns his head to the side, like just let the, uh, look back at his shot. <laughs> Lex is gonna be like, I hate you so much, Clark. God damn, Clark. <laughs> That's how they're going to figure out that damn Clark Kent is Superman. Look, wait. Clark got a fat ass. Superman, Superman got, got a fat ass. ass. <laughs> he's going go to he's gonna go to Superman like, hey, man, are you Clark? Nah. Nah. And then Superman has to get a fucking ass reduction because people keep figuring out that he's both of them because that's so big. <laughs> no, but they're going to realize, like, Clark, why your ass get smaller? Superman, why your ass get smaller? <laughs> wait a minute. If we put glasses on him, wouldn't they be the same person? Put the asses on it. Would they be the same person? That's ridiculous. Okay, yeah, but um, Melissa Benoist, uh, that's her name, I believe, who plays Supergirl. Benoist. 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 I watched Whiplash, again, by the way. Speaking of her, great movie still. I will but, fucking demolish you. I will fucking demolish you. <laughs> get out of my face right now or I'll fucking demolish you. But, uh, yeah. Her, she needs to, you know, get her squat game up because Tyler Hoechlin, man, he's got some, some serious cakes. Serena Williams, you better watch out. He's got some cakes. <laughs> Anyone with cakes, you have competition now. Seriously. Nicki oh, Minaj. Oh, my Shut God. Shut the bakery down. He owns all of them. <laughs> He's monopolized the cake industry. <laughs> Alright, anyway, so getting away from Tyler Hoechlin's ass. Uh, DC Films, let's talk about that, and DC fans. So, by the time you listen to this, we have already reviewed Suicide Squad, but as we're recording this, we haven't seen it yet. But the reviews have so far been negative. And this led to DC fanboys boycotting Rotten Tomatoes and making a petition to shut down Rotten Tomatoes as a site altogether. Jesus. People are so fucking dumb. They haven't even seen the movie yet. They, <laughs> they're so stupid. Because they're banking on the idea and hoping that the movie is going to redeem all of the DC movies and it'll be great. Like I said before, and I've said this before in many episodes, I don't think it's going to be good. And if that's what Rotten Tomatoes is saying, then I'm, I have no opinion 
for it or against it, but now I know just to go in with no expectations. I hope it's good <laughs> because well, it's not gonna be. You see the ratings. Well, you know what, Jeremy Johns, my boy on YouTube, he uh, gave it a great review. So that's the one thing that gives really? me hope. Yeah, he did. That's really surprising. What did He's he the give only it? Like, one. What rating? He gave it um the second highest, so he would buy it on Blu-ray. Oh wow. So, yeah. Um. As you know, it's just what's, what sucks is everyone wants these movies to do good. It's not like people are going and saying, I hope this movie fucking sucks. So they have everything going for them. Like, why are they fucking it up? I don't know why. You know what? I actually did say that about Batman vs. Superman. When I heard that they were making it, I was like, I hope this movie fucking sucks. Wow, you're <laughs> what's wrong with the world. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, I remember when Batman vs. Superman came out, the reviews came out, and they thought that Disney bought off Rotten Tomatoes to give those... <laughs> negative reviews because Marvel they want them to have like all the reviews and shit Jesus which is crazy but yeah it does suck to see that this is not going to be as good as people had hoped and maybe DC should just stick to making trailers for the movies because the trailers look great but the movies themselves don't and that's what I worry about with like this new Justice League trailer that we got and like Batman stuff like that like it looks good but it might not be good in the final product so, you know, I don't I don't understand what, what could happen from this. Have you heard, like, what Rotten Tomatoes, like, Rotten Tomatoes said about it? Like, what's wrong with the movie? Or have you seen it's it? Not, it's not like there's one tomato. It's like, it's a, <laughs> okay, so, it's a, like, a combination of different reviewers. And no, that's I know. What gives it the score. Have so there's no reviews? one person in charge of Rotten Tomatoes saying this is the definitive thing. It's just, like, a consensus of everyone's reviews. So yeah, it's not man. like there's a tomato that says you everything. You what some of them said? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, have you read any of the reviews? All like, right, David Edelstein of New York Magazine says, this year's most muddled piece of storytelling. <laughs> so there you go. So people are upset about other people's opinions. Yeah. Marissa Weinstein of US Weekly, David Ayer's Flash and Dash directing style makes it a challenge to follow the story, not to mention a, core, or no, a chore to process the onslaught of violence. So pretty much what people are saying is that this is just a whole bunch of shit. So and is it BVS very, all over again? Yeah, but just with more characters. A little more confusing and convoluted than BBS because they're saying the same thing. They're saying the first like couple minutes of it is great, and then after that it gets confusing, and they keep trying to throw too much in it. And I think they're suffering from like the ensemble thing, where you have like a bunch of characters, and it's hard to balance out the screen times and the storyline. So that's probably the biggest thing they have. So kind of like what I said earlier about the um, the uh, Avengers. Infi- yeah, the Infinity War. Yeah, with having all the characters in it. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, we don't. Hopefully it's going by the other side. By the time you hear this, you'll hear a review. But yeah, hopefully it's good. I don't know. Imagine all the DC fanboys when there actually is a good DC movie. Oh, they will talk lose so their shit. Yeah, they'll, they'll talk yeah. so much shit. Oh, it's going to take forever, though. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, we fucking told you, Marvel. We told you we make good movies. And yeah, I don't think, I don't see that happening at all, ever, to be very honest with you. Yeah. Which but sucks. we don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. Alright, so moving away from DC, let's talk about some Marvel shit. So, apparently there was a Spidey, not Spidey, but there was a car on the set of Spider-Man Homecoming, and Tom Holland's driving it, so possibly Spidey car in Homecoming. I would hate that shit so much. <laughs> Wait, like, yeah, a like, Spidey car? Yeah. Ugh, Wait, is gross. it going to be like, an, like an, a car, or is it going to be like the Spidey Doom buggy that he drove? Both, gross to both. <laughs> Yeah, Spidey car. The one that he drives, like an Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. Um, I feel like it's just gonna be like an homage to it, but I don't think that's gonna be like the definite. Like this is the Spidey mobile. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's it's confirmed yet whether this is it or not. It, but they're speculating that it could be that, and I think that would be cool because why not, right? I I would I wouldn't be for it because the way that his character look. I mean, it would make sense because the way that his the age looks, he looks like he's like 16, 17, so that's something you would see a 16 or 17-year-old superhero would have, but then again, it's like, 
where would he ha- where the fuck did he come up with all this money to get to get it well cause like in Ultimate Spider-Man uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. pretty much gives it to him so oh and since he's already technically so with, Stark gives it to yeah, him in this yeah, maybe like Stark oh, or something god. gives it to him and that's how he gets it like, you can't always web sling everywhere Yo, that's how, yes you fucking can it takes so much money to make web webs alright man that's a lot of work Sometimes you just want to drive. But doesn't he live in... Where does he live in again? New York. New York. Don't no, people they, take cabs? No, but they can, like... There's no point of owning a car. windows and shit, and they can go buildings and stuff. You know what's cool is um, I heard that they showed footy, footage at Comic-Con, and he was pretty much in the lab at school trying to, like, perfect his webs there. I thought that was a nice touch. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's what I want to see. But going back to the car thing, I agree with Mike. If they did, like, an homage thing, I would be okay with just that. But if he's fucking driving a spider car around... What if he know. drives it at the end? Drives it off in the sunset. Yeah. Okay. No. He's like, he's like, we know you like web singing, but what about this car? And he's like, well, okay. I did, I okay. Fucking sure. I don't have to see it that long. <laughs> I don't want to see him driving off in the sunset. In the sunset, I want to see him driving up a skyscraper towards the sunset. Could you imagine oh, they're like, I know this was. He's like, this is not what I had in mind for my first car, guys. And it's like the Spidey car, and he's like, like well, okay. Well, did we mention it climbs on walls? And he'd be like, all right, cool. And then he just drives up into the sunset, <laughs> <laughs> into the sun. How cool would that be? Not very that, cool. Not that cool. All right. Well, moving away from that, and something that I think is cool. So, if anybody knows me personally, then you know that Death Note is like my favorite anime of yes. all time. Yes. So, are they getting another Netflix, season? Netflix. No, Netflix is developing a movie for Death Note. So, Netflix exclusive movie. Animated or live action? Live action. Gross. So we have some casting. So we have Willem Dafoe. So Green Goblin original. Uh-huh. He's going to be the voice of Ryuk. Okay. And Nat Wolf from the Naked Brothers Band is going to play Light. And interesting, Keith Stanfield, who played Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton, is playing L. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Snoop Dogg from Straight Outta Compton, he's playing L, the famous uh, yeah, yeah, super yeah. detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to explain it for the fans. It was oh, super okay. explained detective. Then, yeah. And we have Nat Wolf, who was in uh, Paper Towns recently, playing White, which is cool. But then definitely, yeah, Willem Dafoe, playing Ryu. That's going to be perfect. I'm, I'm down with Willem Dafoe. To playing Ryuk because Ryuk was pretty cool I can see him doing that I don't know how I feel about this though a lot of live action movies that were made based off of animes usually are trash, they're trash. But, but Netflix usually, is behind it Netflix and it's exactly. American, Ex- and it's not Japanese exactly so wait well, wasn't uh, Dragon Ball Evolution wasn't that American that's true All right, and what point. about Avatar that's a good point too so well, this is Netflix. <laughs> oh my god! You. Hopefully, it could so be that's good. what I'm saying. Like, I don't mean to burst your bubble. I'm, I'm just the most defeated I've seen Nate on the podcast. Trust me, this is like this is. I, I want to be excited for it because you, I, I watched it. I was late on the Death Note train. Nate knows this. He knew that I was very late on this. But when I was watching it, I was super excited for it. I definitely am a fan of it. So hearing that they're doing it or they're going to attempt to take a crack at it, I. I have hopes for it. This is something that I hope Netflix can pull off. But again, with the examples I've just given to uh, to everyone, I'm not having too high hopes for it. Yeah. So pretty much Death Note for people who don't watch anime. And Justin, uh, it's a book that this guy gets, and you write a name in it, and whatever name you write in it, that person dies. Oh, that's fucked up. But you can like you can write like how Where they can die. I get this book? Yeah, exactly. Can I write your name in? Actually, yeah, exactly. I have a Death Note in my, my dresser. I have one. Can I? Is Nate's name already in it? Actually, yeah. I haven't written a name in it yet because I feel yeah, like yeah. if I do, I want the first name to be special. But then again, I feel like if I write it, then that just Fuck tells it, what kind of Nate. that tells what kind of person it. I am if I actually write a name in the Death Note. But yeah, so like they write the name and then he can write how they die or like what happens when they die. When oh, they die. Sounds like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, 
it's weird because and then also when they like break down the rules it's like all off of like technicalities like if something happens like if you do something then another rule won't apply but if that rule doesn't apply then another rule will apply it's like a whole like weird ruling to it but it's pretty cool yeah the book falls from these like evil gods and pretty much Willem Dafoe is going to play the evil god one of and them and that wolf Naked Brothers Band himself is going to play the main oh. character and so the main character pretty much gets it and then he gets power hungry and he's like I'm going to be the new god and kill all the <laughs> criminals in the world that's dope so he's like, I'm gonna kill the criminals in the world, and then Snoop Dogg, his character is L, and he's a detective, and his job is to figure out, he finds out that this is not just a random killings and random killings that are happening, he's like, no, someone's behind this, we don't know how they're doing it, but I'm gonna find out how he's doing this. And so pretty much the whole thing is like, a clash between minds, like he's trying to solve the case that what's behind his killings and stuff, and he's trying to like, uh, Nat Wolf's character is trying to kill L, because no one else's real identity, and you can't kill somebody unless you know their name. Have... Have uh, they revealed who the girl's gonna be and her Shinigami's gonna be yet? Not yet. I don't believe oh, so. That'd be dope. And then I want, I want N or not N M to come in. No, trash. Yes, M is trash. amazing. Trash. M is so much cooler M, than not M. Not N. You don't like N? Isn't isn't N the N's one? The young kid. M is the one with the chocolate. Oh yeah, no, fuck M. Then I want N. <laughs> oh wait, that's right. Because I remember we had that argument at work. It's Joel, N. Yeah. Joel's like M. We're like, what? <laughs> Go away. Yeah, trash. no, N. I want N to come back. He's pretty cool. M is trash. But N, I think he was cooler than L. I liked him a lot more. Yeah, I think this is due out in 2018. So next year, be on the lookout for that. And if you have not watched Death Note, it's an anime. I think it's on Netflix. It's on uh, Hulu. No, oh, Hulu and possibly Netflix. So 2018? Yeah. Well, that's two years, son. Oh, yeah, two years. Shit. Well, because <laughs> we're, yeah, we're so close to twenty six to end of 2016. So. Yeah, so I think, yeah, 20 Year and a half. But yeah, uh, definitely give that a watch. It's definitely fun. It's, it's about, I think, two seasons long. And yeah. So if you watch Attack on Titan, this is the same guy who made that shit. So it's, it's pretty good. So yeah, give it a listen. Or give it a watch. So yeah, with that being said, let's get out of that and let's go into our review of The Killing Joke. He's been in custody for two years. He'll confess. He's insane. It's a mistake to think you know what he'll do. <laughs> All these years... I don't know who he is any more than he knows who I am. Are you sure of that? What do you mean? I mean, don't underestimate him. Alright, so guys. See this mini review? Let's get this shit out of the way. Let's talk about it now. Do you guys want to give it a rating now or you want to give the rating at the end? I'll oh. give a rating at the end. Yeah, leave it to you. Give it at the end. Okay. Okay. Alright. Okay. 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 Alright. 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 All right. All right. All right. So let's talk. Okay. So let's say this is pretty much just two separate movies, in my opinion. It's the first half with that girl and that fucking creep, and then the second half is Killing Joke. I like both of them separately. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like them together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think? So, this movie is definitely not as bad as some people are making it out to be. The people that are saying that it's horrible are just the people that are butthurt about Batgirl. And it's understandable, but that doesn't make this a bad movie. What makes this kind of a bad movie is the lazy animation choice that they used for this. I understand it's a choice the way they decided to make this, but just a lot of the shots, they look weird, especially shots where it's um, a side profile of somebody running or walking. The way it looks, it just looks super choppy. I wasn't a fan of that, so that's the one major gripe I have with it. But as far as the prologue goes, like it's definitely not as bad as some of these other direct-to-video DC movies that we've been getting. Like, for God's sake, we just had a Dance Dance Revolution scene 
in um, Teen Titans versus Justice League, which was five minutes long. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so. it's horrible. You don't need to see it. <laughs> those films are insulting, and those are horrible. <laughs> this is a little bit of a step up. Now, it's not as good as something like Under the Red Hood or um, The Dark Knight Returns. It's still not up to that level again, but it's definitely this is a step in the right direction because they've been slowly going downhill with all of these movies. Mike, what do you think? Um, you, you kind of pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, a lot of the choices that they made, I wasn't a fan of. I, I can see why people were upset about it because the people who were upset about it are like the diehard Batman fans who read the killing joke and who wanted that killing joke to, they pretty much wanted to see that in a motion picture movie, which would be pretty cool. I can see why that they added that beginning part. It was only like what the, the first part of the story was like, what, like a half hour long, maybe. And I can see why that that they chose to put that because I mean every person wants to like whenever they're telling a story, even if it's a story that was already made or if it's um, a character that's trying to be revamped, no one wants to change the story. They're they're respecting the origin. They just wanted to put like their own version of the story into it. And I can see how they were doing it. I can see the way that they went about it. Totally respect it. But I honestly, like you said, it wasn't as bad as what people made it seem. Like I said, it was just, I feel like it was those diehard fans who read The Killing Joke forward and back over and over again, and they expected just The Killing Joke. The One of the key uh, parts of the movie that I really, really loved is how oh, yeah, they okay. captured... Yeah, before we go. All right, so then we'll get into what we really liked about the movie. So what we liked about the movie. All right, so Mike, okay. go ahead. Okay, so what I really, really liked about the movie is how they captured the Joker and how creepy they made him and how twisted and insane and insane they made him look like when they showed him getting out of the chemicals and they showed him already like going insane like right then and there and what really like my favorite part of that whole movie and what i thought like once i saw on screen when they when the joker showed up was like yes that's the joker this is the joker i want to see was when he showed up at barbara's apartment with the gun and when they just like covered his face but you can just see the white in his eyes and that was it that like it actually like gave me a little bit of goosebumps because I was like, oh, like this is the fucking Joker. Some shit's about to happen. Yeah, like oh, it's some scary shit. Like this was like that was like the highlight of the movie for me. That right there captured it, and it was part of the reason why the movie was a lot better than what I expected it to be. It wasn't what I wanted it to be, but again, it was a lot better than what people made it seem to be. Mm, yeah, and uh, definitely Joker was super cool. That was my favorite part was seeing his backstory. Like, we've, we don't know if it's true, technically, I guess. But, for the most part, it pretty much is what his backstory is. So that was one of my favorite parts, was seeing, like, Mark Hamill portray, like, a not-crazy Joker, and then going into crazy-ass Joker. And just, like, that whole overlying theme that, like, you know, one bad day can make you turn. Mike, you have a question? Well, not a question. <laughs> Something I wanted to add that I just remember when you were saying that, the whole backstory thing. The, th- the reason why they did that was because they were doing both of his origin stories in that movie. So... Uh, the failed comedian part, that was one version of his origin story. And then him just being the Red Hood and being at the chemical lab at that moment in time was another version uh, of his origin story. And the one thing, another thing that I really liked that they added in there was when he said, and the line was, I remember it this way and I remember it that way. But if I were to choose, I would pick a little bit of both. No, no. It's, if, I had, if I had to have a pass, I'd like it to be multiple choice. Yeah, or yeah, multiple choice, which was pretty cool because that was quoted from the comic and that was also like really cool, like I said uh, before, respecting the origin, respecting the story. So I thought that was really, really cool that they added that in there. Yeah. Justin, what about you? What was your favorite? 
So pretty much anything that actually had to do with the killing joke, I really appreciated. And it was pretty much the last 45 minutes. And honestly, I would have been just okay if they skipped the 30 minutes before and they just made it a 45 minute movie of the killing joke because, okay, I saw it once and it was okay. But then I went back, I looked online at the actual graphic novel and I'm like, okay, so they're really, they're going panel by panel exactly how the book was, not just with iconic scenes from the graphic novel, but also with the lines of dialogue. Pretty much all the dialogue is exactly as it was written. It's not like they tried to change up a lot of the stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I really appreciated. And um, one thing I really liked, my favorite part was towards the end when Joker is telling his famous joke to Batman. And even before that, when Batman's trying to reach out to him, like, let me help you. And how re the, how real it was when the Joker is just like, like, no, I'm sorry. like you, It's too late for that. You can't help me. And that's like my favorite scene, not just in like this movie, but in comics in general. Just that interaction between those two. That was, that's like the realest it's ever been between the two of them. And I really felt it in this movie. Mm -hmm. So um, just pretty much the whole last 45 minutes, I really liked it. Uh, I know we're going to get into stuff I don't like, so um, do you want to go and want me to start that? Yeah, you can start off. So the, we're talking about things that we don't like about this movie. Go ahead, Justin. Okay, so I get, I'm thinking about two things right now. So one thing I didn't like, it was in the prologue, and pretty much the whole prologue, it was okay, but there's this one part where Batman's like, You've been take, I've been taken to the edge, into the abyss. The thug life, I didn't choose the thug life, the thug life chose me. <laughs> and it was just super emo, and it was pretty dumb. So that, I was like, okay, Batman, you're kind of a tool here. Like, the whole writing in the 30 minutes, that was all the writers from the movie. Like, it was pretty bad. It wasn't as good as the second half. Oh, yeah, you can tell. And But one thing I didn't like from the 45 minutes at the end is the whole Joker singing scene oh, when yeah. he's in the carnival. I, I don't remember if that was in the book or not. But it just wasn't... I wasn't a fan of it. But I, I guess... In the I, book, he just walks the tunnel of love. Like, he makes him walk it. Yeah, so that things. was definitely, like, a the director's choice in adding that part into the movie. Okay. And then other things I don't like... I guess I don't like the Batgirl stuff just because... I don't know. It, it did seem like she was just super thirsty all the time. Like, they didn't try to make her strong at all. <laughs> After she gets the bad dick one time... Why would you call me yet? What's going on? Yeah. Did I do something wrong with you? Like, come on, please. Just pretty much acting like any girl would. And <laughs> I don't want to see Batgirl like that. That's why Batman had to call up Joker and say, hey, man, I need you to get her off my back for a little bit. Pop a cap at her, maybe. <laughs> I understand why they wanted to do a prologue, because they didn't want to mess with the original story. Because imagine if they did just the whole original story, but they tried to add 30 minutes of filler in there. People would have been like, oh, you fucked with the story and you messed it up. So at least here, you still have a good Killing Joke movie. You just have to skip the first 30 minutes. Yeah. But the way they did it, they definitely... It could have transitioned better because it is two separate things, like Nate said. And they're both okay. Like, the first 30 minutes, it's okay on its own, but it didn't mesh well with the second half. So those are most of my gripes with it. I'm going to pass it to Nate. Okay. So, yeah. I think... 30 minutes, yeah, people don't like it, but I think they needed it just to show you what Barbara was before she got injured. So, thirsty. Oh, we didn't mention this before, so yeah, guys, spoilers, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it yet, but oh uh, yeah, so yeah, the, before she was Oracle, before she was just in her wheelchair, you, you needed to see how, like, strong she was and, like, how, like, really into fighting crime she was and, like, how tragic it is to see her lose her legs and just, like, how, like, strong as a person she was before this. So that's why I like that they did that with the opening, but it does, yeah, like, it, it is a separate thing, like, two different tones, that's what kind of sucks about it. So it's kind of like, you know, you fucking, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, because you needed to do 
some sort of like showing Batgirl who Batgirl was before this happened. Did I'm, not, I'm kind of cutting you off a little bit, but did you like how they kind of alluded to the fact that Ro- Joker raped her? No, I don't think he did. I still don't think he because, did. Well, think the, he did the only either. thing that questions makes me question is the scene they had Batman had with the three prostitutes when he was asking them like. Oh, well, uh, yeah, like, we usually see the Joker when he breaks out, but this time he didn't come around, I guess he found a new girl. Yeah. And that's not in the graphic novel, I well, don't think. Didn't they say that he doesn't ask for that, though? Uh, I don't... I, no, I, they don't. He, the prostitutes definitely have sex with Joker every time he gets out. That's what they were saying. But yeah, they are saying but he didn't come around dumb. that time when he went with Barbara. Oh, that's, that's what I didn't like. But I also didn't like the choice that the filmmakers use where they're doing, like, close-ups on Barbara's ass and, they're like, her boobs, and they're, like, pretty much, like making her a sex object for the screen. I didn't like that at all. I think the way that they did that was because they wanted to get into Gordon's head. Now, he said that he wanted to make a point and he wanted to do... like He had a plan with it. I feel like he took the pictures in a certain way, did not rape Barbara, but took the pictures that way just to put it in Gordon's head to say, yeah, I raped your daughter. You know yeah. what I mean? So what's, he was. I think he was just doing that just to get into Gordon's head. What's good is like you, it doesn't say like it doesn't say definitely what he did. So it's up to you to figure out what you think. And the same thing with the ending of this movie too. It's up to you. Yeah, because like I don't know. I just don't think he, that's his agenda. His agenda is not to rape women. It's to fuck with Batman. Because the way Scott Snyder wrote him is that Joker is in love with Batman. So I don't think he would like jeopardize his love with Batman for uh, by risking that by raping. Barbara, so he's, he's telling you to watch out for your breathing, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. If we have a breathing problem on our mic where it picks up a lot of breathing, I'm trying to tell Mike that he's breathing too loud. <laughs> oh. You gotta you breathe out your mouth, man, or something. I but tried yeah. to mouth it out, but Mike's like, I don't get it. <laughs> I see him pointing Mike's at noses. I'm like, do I got a booger or what? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's what I think about that is that I don't think that Joker would risk his love for Batman by raping Batgirl because he knows how Batman feels about Batgirl. So that's why I think that's like he wouldn't do that. That's not what he's about. But yeah, so what I did not like about this film, overall, what I didn't like, let's see, um, it's kind of hard to think, because like, like I said, I'm very like, open with movies a lot of the times, like, if I like them, I'll find something to like about them, so there wasn't really too many gripes that I have with this, uh, I can't think of anything. I came up with another one, while you want to think about that. Oh, right, good. So this is a really, really nitpicking, but every time I heard the commissioner talk, it's the same guy that plays um, Robin's dad in How, How I Met Your Mother. So that's all I heard. Oh, <laughs> but that's a personal thing with me. There's nothing wrong with it at all. That's no, just me at all. That's just me. <laughs> Do you want I me guess to go? Maybe, no, okay, I'll talk about the carnies, okay? I don't like the carnies because it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Okay, so Batman definitely killed one of those little fuckers. <laughs> he killed two of them. <laughs> he killed two of them. And that was definitely not in the book because it's <laughs> it's a big thing that where Batman's never killed before and it's implied that he kills the Joker at the end of the story. Spoilers. But that's implied, so that's his first kill. So they just, in this movie, they definitely show him killing people before that. I thought, okay, why'd you fucking do that? Well, they didn't show the death, so He threw tech, him in a spike pit, though. They could have, like, dodged it, or they could have landed weird, or something. You know, they were maybe, small. Maybe Joker anticipated that he would do that, and... He, he retracted the spikes. Yeah, maybe he thought, maybe Batman might fall in these spike pits, so I don't want him to die. Or, or he plot fucking twist, killed him. <laughs> plot twist, the spikes are actually made of styrofoam. There you go. All right, Mike, so what did you not like about this? And then we'll ask some serious questions about the movie. But yeah, what did you not like? Um, A couple of things that I didn't like. Uh, it was really me nitpicking, but I didn't like how arrogant they made Barbara look in the beginning as Batgirl, which is like, you know, I can do this, I can do this, I got this, just let me give me a chance, stuff like that. I didn't like that she was so pushy. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not trying to make it seem like, oh, she should just sit back and listen to Batman, but she shouldn't, like, 
you know, go out and say like, you know, I don't need you. I can do this on my own. Um, there was that. That was, but again, that was just me kind of like nitpicking it. Um, I didn't like the ending scene. I know I'm gonna sound like one of those guys who was like, you know, they should have stick to the comics. I'm not saying they should have stick to the comics, but they should have made it look a little bit more darker than what it was. Because all you see is them laughing together. He picks the Joker up by his collar and then cut the scene. They don't make it seem like you know. They don't lean one way or the other. Exactly, yeah. The way that they ended it was kind of weird. So that was just another uh, thing that I had, like, I was kind of weird with. Um, Yeah, that's exactly how the book ends. Yeah. It doesn't imply that he killed him. It doesn't imply that he didn't kill him. It's just, it's up to you. I know, but, like, watching the ending, the only reason why I felt like, you know, maybe he killed him, maybe he did it, was because I already knew, like, that was kind of, like, the intention of the ending from the comic. But had I not known how, what that was the intention of watching the ending of this movie, I would have been like, okay, w- what happened? What's going on? That's what they want. They so, want like, I was like, yeah, does he take him to jail? Does are they, does he just beat him up a little bit? Like, what's going on? It doesn't give me, like, that whole, like, that fine line feeling like the comic did. You know what I mean? No. No, I feel like you're com- what you're complaining for it being faithful. You're reaching. A little, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just I, like I'm, me, I was nitpicking, too. Yeah, like I said, like, I, I might you're sound like one of the people. You had not read the book. And you just watched the movie, you wouldn't have asked yourself, does he kill him or not? Yeah, I would have. Yeah, that's pretty much. Because you read the book, that you asked that anyway? Yeah, like, since I've already read the book, like, I already know, like, that's going to be the question. Like, does he kill him or not? Like, is this movie going to say, hey, I killed him, or no, I didn't, or something like that? I think you still ask that question. I think if you haven't seen this movie, if you've not read the book and you watch this movie, I think if you watch it, you'll still be like, oh, shit. Just ends? What happens? Like, you still, you're still going to ask what happened. So that's what it is. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's one of the questions I want to ask. Do you think he kills him at the end? Definitely, yes. Like, hmm. yeah, I'm like that's still it's still a toss up with me. I, I've always been back and forth about it. I want to say, I want to say yes, just because like he kills some midgets. So yeah, like that, yeah, he's like, already <laughs> killed before. He's, he's already killed in. before. He's <laughs> might as well go for an even three. But an uh, even three, yeah. <laughs> I know what I said. Uh, but yeah, I that's just because that's how I've always wanted the Joker to like to die is by Batman's hands, no one else. That's it. I actually I want them both to kill each other like at the same time, like <laughs> double knockout. Yeah, exactly a double a double knockout. Everyone gets what they want. So that's how I actually want in my fan fiction. That's how I want them to die. But yes, I I want to believe that Batman killed the Joker. Maybe he did because Barbara says when she gives up being Batgirl, I looked into the abyss. I don't think I can handle it if I looked into it again. And Batman says, I've looked into the abyss. This is him technically looking into the abyss again. So I guess it's up to you to think, does he give into the abyss or does he pull himself out? Well, I know yes. the official canon is because I guess they officially made the killing joke canon at one point. They said, so he obviously didn't kill him because the Joker's still around. Yeah. But the in- original intentions of the writer was for him to fucking die. Like, it's, it's the killing joke. It's the joke that made him be killed by Batman. And everything that led up to this, that moment, I feel like Batman wouldn't have just let him go. Like, he just wanted to kill him, put him out of his misery, and Batman putting himself out of his own misery, like, knowing that he's letting him live and do all this shit. Like, he's saying, you know, it's either going to be you or me one day, and it's probably going to be you now. Yeah. But I did like how he was, like, as Joker was whooping his ass with the fucking whole... He threw everything at him, including the kitchen sink. Like, there was a move where he pulled Batman's mask down. That so was amazing. You were looking at your phone oh, at that yeah. point. I told... That's why I told you. Oh, Nate, you missed it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he down. Yeah, Batman had him up against the wall, and he was, like, he was like saying, like, how he isn't broken, and how Gordon is uh, proof that people can't break, that 
because no matter what he went through, he still wants to go by the book. So he was saying, you know, Gordon's living proof that people can't break, that they're still strong and all that fun stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then the Joker just looks at him and goes, nah, and pulls his mask down and, get, and breaks free. And I was like, this is the best move ever. I love that. And I love it when anybody like grabs Batman's cape and pulls him down. <laughs> he didn't do that. But... It's like grabbing someone by the jersey and just pulling it down to like, just to pull him to the ground. I think it's like the best move ever. Dope. Okay. Also, do you think he killed his wife? Joker. Oh, no, I didn't get that at all. You don't think so? You know what? You're making me question it now. I'm now thinking that that makes sense because he was pretty fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. I never like, thought of that. That's a good point. Oh, they're saying it's a one in a million chance that this even happened, this faulty wiring and this thing that went have off. You, have you heard of that before? That theory? Or you just made that think, up right now? I think now? it might be a thing because, well, I mean, even in, like, The Dark Knight, the movie, he talks about it and, like, okay, how he, like, he kills his wife. At one oh, point. it makes sense now because I always thought that even in the book and in this movie, it was just kind of random like okay she, I guess she fucking died mm-hmm. now it makes total sense so I that's I like that I just thought of that right now thank you do you think I'm like about you <laughs> I just think it was just a bunch of bad luck going his way so I, you really think that, that's what happened I really think that's what happened just because I that's the overlying thing yeah that's that yeah cause I, I that's just like what finally made him like it's like alright fuck it I guess I got nothing to lose now that was a dope scene too though when he finally falls in the acid and then at the end he just kind of like loses it he's like I'm fucking crazy now and he's just laughing at the <laughs> That was super shit. faithful to the novel. Yeah, that's, dude, that's he, right then and there. He decided, I'm crazy. That's me. I'm done. Yeah, like I said earlier, before we talked about the mask thing in the kitchen scene, I like that Joker was asking him and telling him like, why? Did, why are you this way? Why are you not this me? Why are you that? Why can't you be crazy like I am after your bad days that you've had? Like I'm pushing you to your brink. Why have you not failed? And he was like, well, because Gordon, look at him. He's still doing his job. So that's another reason why I don't think that he did kill Joker at the end because. Gordon didn't want him to kill him and he's like this is one sliver of hope like he's keeping this alive this whole like idea that I need to be morally straight alive was Joker or was Gordon being that straight edge man that he always is no one's gonna be right or wrong it's just like everyone has their own thing yeah yeah I definitely don't think because I remember when someone told me they're like oh yeah he like takes off Barbara's clothes and rapes her I'm like does he rape her because I don't think he does and I looked it up and like I looked at everything and you know, they're like, well, it's implied if you want, maybe not, but most likely it's, not. It's implied more in this movie than it is in the actual graphic novel. Right. Yeah, I, but I don't think, like I said, I just don't think that he did because that's not part of his agenda. He's too crazy for that. I think he's just so like above like sex and all that shit. Like he's like, <laughs> that's too petty for him. Like he needs to do more than just that. But yeah, that definitely be fucked up. He just like filled himself. Bane barbered and like look Gordon this is what I'm doing to your daughter man Mike made a good point so if he did that means Batman and Joker would be what was it called Eskimo Brothers because they both would have banged they'd be in the EBDB that's disgusting and rude what you would have met the EBDB BNB EBDB one more oh one more thing I just wanted to bring up everything in the flashbacks with Joker I like the fact that they still use Mark Hamill and he, he's using the kind of his regular voice, but you see like little pieces of the Joker kind of breaking out as he's doing some of his lines, and I really like that. Yeah, yeah, you can tell he like definitely put a bunch of it into this one. And like Kevin Conroy, yeah, he is Batman, but at the same time, I feel like every time he does it, he just kind of phones it in, and he's like, "Oh no, Barbara, don't do that! Like it's wrong." I feel like they're both like him and Mark Hamill are both above being critiqued at this point like they probably won't say anything to them yeah. they'll just like let them do whatever they want and be like okay yeah that was perfect because you're a bat you're the definitive batman you're the definitive joker you are batman yeah go crazy do what you want it'll be great yeah but i mean that does kind of it's funny because like they do kind of already represent these characters in real life like kevin conroy is just kind of like laid back kind of like chill to you and then like mark hamill like this crazy like actor and everything he does and just like he's more mad than than kevin conroy is and it's just like 
the scene where they like he goes into his jail cell, and I know it's not Joker in the jail cell, but when he sits down, he's like, so I thought about how this is gonna end, and like at that moment, I pictured like Kevin Conroy sitting with Mark Hamill, like I pictured how we're gonna like stop being the voices of this Batman thing. I'm like, oh damn, that's crazy. Like they're just represent these characters so well. Yeah, like, they become them. Uh, but yeah, so I guess we wanna uh, give it a rating now. So what would you rate this? You want to describe the rating system? Oh yeah, so if you haven't listened to our reviews yet, we have movie reviews up. Uh, if you guys want to go listen to those, they're kind of old now, but we got some new ones coming. Yeah, so basically it's a three-point rating system. One is softy, two is half-chub, and a three is a full-on raging boner. We measure things in dicks because the most best things are rated in dicks, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, so one through three, softy to boner, what would you give this, Mike? Uh, I would give it a half chub. Justin? It's okay. Fuck. It's not a raging boner, but it's like right as you're about to get a boner. Like right there. So it's pretty much just a a solid boner for me. Because it's definitely, this is a step in the right direction as opposed to all these DC New 52 movies that have been coming out. This is like way better than any of those that have come out. So maybe I'm just reaching for stuff I want it to be good. So right now for me it's a boner. I'm gonna ignore the thirty minutes <laughs> ahead. If you want to put in the thirty minutes, okay, it's a, it's like a half chub. But okay, this the just the killing joke part. It's still a boner for me. That rage boner, just a kind of like a morning wood almost. Yeah, yeah. It's just like for there for a little <laughs> bit. You know, it's hard to pee, but <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think I'll give this. Yeah, I'm gonna say like I guess a half chub. I'm gonna give it. A half chub, but not any normal half chub. A half chub you send a girl a picture of. So you would like, never send a half chub to a girl because you want to give her like a little taste, but you don't want to give her the whole thing. I do because a little taste isn't that much. Well, my, well, for normal people out there, <laughs> give her that uh, dick pic half chub. That's what I'm giving this movie. So that's kind of like a little higher than a half chub, not quite a boner yet. That's what I'm gonna give this movie. And yeah, so where would you rank this amongst DC movies? Uh, it's definitely not top five for top me. Ten. Top 10 for sure. Because I think there's only 10 movies. <laughs> no, there's more than that. <laughs> there's way more. I own all of them, by the way. <laughs> Mike? Um, I would have to... I mean, I think I rated Son of Bat at the last, so that would just replace it. So on my top five, it'll rank five. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought it was better than Son of the Bat, so... That's pretty good. I think I'll give it, like, sixth, maybe seventh. Yeah, I can't think of it. There's just so many of those movies out there. There's, there's over 15 now. Yeah. So, but, and with the rated R rating on this, was that justified? It in? was kind of shoehorned in a little bit. So you don't think they needed it? No, they definitely yeah. didn't because they uh, Dark Knight Returns was just, had like really, not gory stuff, but adult stuff in there. And I was still a PG-13. The stuff that they added in here was just like showing actual bullet holes when you shot somebody. But that's pretty much it. It was kind of just in there. Sure, whatever. Those headshots, though. That was pretty sick. sick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think this is going to be better than Suicide Squad? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. Right away. Yes. Oh. No hesitation. Do you, what, do you think this is going to be better than Suicide Squad? No, because Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie and Jared Leto Jared are hashtag Leto. goals. No, they're not. Just fuck up. No, they're not goals. Disclaimer, they're not goals, guys, by the way. All right, we'll talk about that Suicide Squad review. All right, fuck that. But yeah, that's our show. That's going to be it for us. We hope you guys enjoyed our review. And, you know, give it a watch. Form your own opinion, because that's the big thing for this week. Form your own opinion. Don't let reviews affect you, even though we all do let them affect us at one point or another. So, yeah, that's our show. Hope you guys liked it. As always, let's give some shout-outs. So, shout-out to 
Chaney180 on Instagram. Like we said before, he's a Mr. Guy who gives us good news on toy releases, but also got us uh, involved with The Loading Screen, which is our other podcast, which is uh, at Raw Live and Unedited. They're on iTunes. That's where they host The Loading Screen, which is our other podcast where we talk about game and gaming news for a whole entire show long, and Mike hosts that. So go give that a listen, but also shout out to Toy Migos, as always, on Instagram. They do toy photography, but yeah, that's uh, Chaney's page with his podcast as well. You can give that a listen. They're not dolls on iTunes, and they talk about a lot of toy, toy releases, a lot more than we talk about them, that's for sure. And yeah, uh, shout out to me, at Nate the Human on Instagram, and shout out to Mike. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you pretty much shouted out everyone I want to. I wanted to shout out, so shout out to me. On Instagram, KidPool6969. Or if you want to see me on Twitch, I'm starting to do more streaming. That's just at KidPool69. Justin? Shout out to Spawns the Shit on Instagram. <laughs> Robocops the Shit on Instagram. Terminators the Shit on Instagram. More to come. <laughs> and, oh, hashtag to me too. Just Chubbs on Instagram. That's everything. And also, yeah, us collectively as a group on Instagram. Shout out to us at Boys With Their Toys. We give you show updates, we show you the feature photographer, we do our own toy photography, we Justin shows his toy customizations off, and now with this new Instagram update, you'll be seeing a lot more of us, like we said earlier, and we'll talk to you guys more there, we'll interact with you guys, tell you guys what's going on, what we're doing this week, and all that fun stuff, and yeah, so we hope you guys enjoy the show, and as always, bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.